We told y'all this was coming. We're bringing the juice tonight. This is episode one. And I'm here to say thank you to everyone who has shared. Thank you to everyone who has liked. Thank you to everyone who has streamed. The numbers are way more than we expected, and we appreciate you, because this is a podcast of the people. Yes. We're here for you. We're having a good time, and we're glad you're here with us. I'm going to give you a little breakdown of how this podcast is going to be. This is episode number one, and, and I'm here to tell you right now, if, if you're scared of a little bro talk, if you're scared of a little shit talk, if you're scared of some boys talking shit to one another, turn it off, change the channel. Yes. This isn't for you. This is... This is the boys running high. This is the boys having a good time. This is episode one. We're here for you, and we're going to have a great time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you to my co-host. To my right, we got Rob Diesel, a.k.a. Robbie Kingry. What's going on, baby? To my left, we got Dylan F. Mumal. What's up? Dylan's here. And to my far left, we got the one, the only, the undisputed, Coach Chad BB. Talk to me, Chad. What up? We're here for, like I said, we're here for you. You know who we are. This is episode one, and we're going to break it down right now with our first segment. This is trending topics. The, the LSU Tigers. What? The Unreal. LSU Tigers. Unreal. We just watched them with another comeback. Hey, hey. Robbie, give me a DJ Khaled, another one. <clears throat> another one. We watched last night the LSU Tigers score how many runs in the eighth inning, Mumal? Ten. Ten runs in the eighth inning last night. And we needed four in the ninth inning tonight to take a little lead. And, Chad Baby, did we take the little lead? Uh, yeah, I believe we did. The lead was taken. The LSU Tigers are in the driver's seat of this regional, and we're at Hattiesburg. We're at Southern Miss. We're playing Southern Miss. Was there a tattoo bet on the line, Robbie Kinkring? Yes, there was. Yeah, did the <laughs> did the boy say he was? Was he scared? Never. Did the boy <laughs> say he was? Gonna, did. did the boy say he would get a Golden Eagle tattooed on his ass? Yes, he did. Did the Tigers deliver in the ninth? Yes, they did. No, they delivered in the tenth because we're that motherfucker. Well, I mean, we we tied it up at least. The boys delivered Card- in the ninth. Cardiac cats. The cardiac cats. Hey, look, if you have been an LSU fan for a long time, you understand the ups, the downs. You know what it's like to be watching the cardiac cats, the cardiac yes, yes, tigers. Yes, yes. I, my friends, Robbie Kingry and Dylan Mumal, they're young, but. 
but they're seasoned and they're driving the bus right now and they're getting to understand because if you're listening right now and you're an LSU fan, you understand that this ain't Alabama football. No, sir. This ain't New England Patriots football. Shout out Chad BB. <laughs> hey. This isn't Rosens and Flowers. This is the LSU Tigers. And, hey, times are hard, but when they're hard, they're hard. But when they're good, they are good. You understand? Mm. Shout out 2019. Shout, shout out, out. Shout out Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. <laughs> so, the ups make the down. The downs make the ups. The LSU Tigers pull through again with a comeback in the eighth Last night, the ninth tonight, and they're in the driver's seat in the regional in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, against the University of Southern Miss. No, Robbie, not the University of Mer- Southern Marine Corps. I'm sorry. I was drunk. <laughs> I was so drunk. The boys were buzzing. I was so drunk. The Tigers, with a record on the year of 40 and 20. We show up when it matters, you know. The Tigers show up when it, when it counts. And, and the Tigers are led by – a young man. What's his name? A young man with a with a nasty mustache. Oh my goodness! With with slick back hair in the back. <clears throat> Top Gun. <laughs> Dylan <laughs> Mumal. Dylan Mumal. What's the name of the young man who lead the LSU Tigers? Mister Dylan Cruz. Yes. Put a Mister on that. Dylan, we don't deserve you, buddy. We never did. We what never did. We never do. But we love you because you're here. Absolutely. How about Southern Miss? Not even pitching to the young man. Oh, my goodness. With two runners on and no outs, and you don't even throw him a strike. Baby, were we in the ninth inning? No, that was the tenth. The that tenth. was the tenth like, they're in the bottom of the, the They're in the bottom of the tenth inning, two on, no outs. Don't even throw him a pitch close to the plate for him to swing at. That's respect, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> yeah. You, re- you respect Hashtag the man. player of the year. Hashtag player of the year. Correct. Yep. That's, a, that's a real stat. Yeah. It's a real thing. Dylan Mumal. How many at-bats did Dylan Cruz have tonight? He had four. How many runs did he score? Two. How many hits did he have? Yeah, two. What's the boy batting on the year? What's his average for the year? Um, 349. 349. Ladies and gentlemen. What a bad average. If you bat 349 in the SEC, if you're the co-SEC player of the year, if, if you're bringing that juice to the regional, <sighs> we're here. Well, Dylan, this is a pro – Dylan Cruz podcast. Dylan, we don't deserve you. Dylan, round of applause from the boys. Round of applause for the boys. We don't deserve you, Dylan. How do you think it feels betting nine hole in front of Dylan Cruz? You think you're seeing a lot of strikes? <laughs> you're seeing a ton of strikes in front of Dylan Cruz? Hey, if, if you're in the nine hole, coach. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Bobby Kingery's been in that nine hole. And let me tell you something. You're going to get thrown at. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, unbelievable. Like, you're getting a lot of strikes because they do not want to pitch to Dylan Cruz. Just to say the bare minimum, you're going to get challenged. They they should have just walked him. I mean, they should have just intentionally walked him. They they instead, they instead did of wasting they, three pitches. Yeah, they they basically intentionally walked him. They didn't even throw him anything that was remotely close to being a strike. It was a slap across the face for them to even throw him in the dirt, like, thinking he was going like, to swing at him. If you're, if you're Barry, what are you thinking? They don't even throw the guy ahead of you. They don't <laughs> even throw on. the guy ahead of you it's a like strike. The so they're loading the bases and saying, hey. Here's the game. Win it for you, for your team. So, a good problem to have. This is champagne problems. Being an LSU fan, you walk Dylan Cruz, who's an All-American. Hey, guess what? Guess Another what? All-American. Surprise. Surprise. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Okay, now we both can agree you made a mistake. And you did it. Now, yeah, Southern Miss. <laughs> Southern Miss. Oops. Okay, now we both can agree you made a mistake. You made a mistake, Southern Miss, because 
in the tenth inning, the bases were loaded. There was no outs. The fans. They probably were thinking, oh, we still got a chance. Everyone knew. The next two guys after him have an OBP of almost 450. They're almost getting on base 500% of the time. Ugh. Half the time they bat. Hey, 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 this is, hey, the odds aren't in your favor. This ain't the goddamn Hunger Games. What were you fucking banking on? You're not playing Kennesaw State right now. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Hey, we're in Hattiesburg. Cool. You hosted? Cool. You're the 11 seed? Cool. Welcome to the show. It was the home team for a reason. Because the cardiac cats came and took it from you. Hey, 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 you you pretty girl at the mall with the purse? The burglar came and took the Thank you. fucking Pradier purse Thank from you. <laughs> that was topic number one. The LSU Tigers slid in this Hattieburg Regional are in the driver's seat. If you're listening to this, you're listening to it on Sunday, and we got another game Sunday night. But as of now, the Tigers are 2-0 in the regional. Surprise. Okay. We're in the driver's seat, and we're going to take it back. I got, I got a question, Rob. Talk to me. Okay. I got a question for all three of y'all. Okay. Okay. You saw we've we've came back in both these games. How mm-hmm. sustainable do you think that is? Do you, do you think – how do we play with a lead? How, how are we going to do that with a lead? Like, are we just going to sit in the – are we going to put up ten runs in one of the innings and just take the lead? How Like, we've came back. Coach, I no one loves the Tigers more than me. No one watches the LSU Tigers more than me and my my beautiful wife Lacey. We, the Tigers are forty and twenty. That's sixty games. We've realistically we watch fifty games a year. If it's a Tuesday night, yeah, the boys watching LSU versus Nichols in Thibodeau, Louisiana, in that fucking shithole. The boys always watching. <laughs> so. Like, you're right. Like, you're, like right. Said, you're right. How sustainable this, is coming from behind? This isn't sustainable. Is it fun right now? No. Yes. It's so fun. Is it? Is it a blast? Yes. It's amazing. But coach, you're a thousand percent correct. We're lucky in a regional with with Southern. Like, call it what it is. We're playing the 11 seed, Southern Miss, Las Vegas. If you bet on whatever sports book you choose, whether it be DraftKings, whether it be Caesars, whether it be FanDuel, whether it be Barstool. Coming into this, the LSU Tigers were your third, fourth, or fifth best bet to win the national championship. Robbie, do you remember what it was? Minus what? It was – no, no, no. It was plus 1,800. For the LSU Tigers to win the Natty. So, you're second in a region in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, but Vegas, the Sharps in Vegas say, no, no, no. LSU's got too much talent. To answer your question, Coach, I'm sorry. You good. It isn't sustainable. It's not. No, it's fun. But if you do this in a region – if you do this in a Super Regional or you do it in the College World Series, you're getting your ass kicked. You're kid. done. You're done. So, could we be learning lessons along the way? It's late in the season. It's a good time. Our bats, we have the lineup that at any moment in time you could get dumped on, and we're showing that. But, man, wouldn't you Sunday night like to just see them play a, a solid game? Can a I have the lead for the whole game? They, they need to come out guns blazing instead of just sitting yeah, back until the wait. eighth inning right. and waiting but, on it. But one thing is, is we can always – we can apply pressure because, I mean, we can put up runs in bunches. So even if you got a six-run lead, a four-run lead, a ten-run lead, well, hell, we can we can put up ten runs in an inning. That, so, I mean, we you can never count us out, and you can never feel comfortable. Correct. That's so fucking correct. <laughs> you, you can't. But to prove your point, like you said, we can't bank on it. But yeah, that's that's a difficult road if that's how you're going to win a national championship. I'd hate to do it like that. that. That's that's tough. 
Will but, if the LSU Tigers decide to do it that way, will Dylan Mumal will it give us a heart attack? Yeah. Oh yeah. Every oh yeah. Time. I'm uh, I'm getting a prescription for for fucking blood pressure medicine yeah, yeah, if we, they do that again. It's it's hard being an LSU fan. But it's, I love it. But let me tell you something. It's fun. It's the best. It's so fun. When we come from behind like that and win, it's the best thing hey, ever. What hey, what are the the Southern Miss fans in their cars on the way home thinking? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we lost this fucking game to the LSU Tigers. So, all right. So, who do you have tomorrow? Kennesaw State or Southern Miss? Southern Miss. Okay. I got Southern Miss. I would have Southern Miss as well. Hey, this is a podcast of the people, yeah. and I'm a man of the people, and I will stand on this island with the people. Give me Kennesaw tomorrow. I'm not telling you to bet Kennesaw. Don't. I'm telling you, watch out. I watched them play last night. I watched them get dirty with Army today. They didn't play good today, but those boys are not scared. They came out guns a-blazing. It was up 11-4 on us last night, by the way. Give They're me, demoralized. Give me University of Southern Miss at home. They got they got their world rocked. Their world rocked tonight. Excuse me, the boys buzzing. They got their world rocked tonight by the Tigers in the ninth and the tenth. They're gonna get their shit shook. I'm tomorrow. sorry, but Kennesaw State is has PTSD every time the fucking crack of a bat. That that could happen from that ten run inning. That, that's difficult to be uh, up by that much and still lose. <laughs> We're gonna. So I got Kennesaw. The other three of my friends got Southern Miss. We'll revisit that. We're not telling you to bet that, but we'll revisit that. I'm telling We're going to go into our next. Book it. <laughs> bet it. Don't book it. <laughs> We're going to go to, to next to NBA Finals. Robbie, what night was that game played? That was Thursday night. Thursday night. Game one was played. A final score of – give me the final score, Dylan Mumo. Uh, 120 to 108. Who won that game, Dylan Mumo? What an absolute game that was. Ugh. I mean, it was – a ridiculous game. Like, it was nasty. The fourth quarter was absolutely dumb. Chad BB, if I put a gun to your head before this, before the finals, and said, "Pick game one at Oracle in Golden State," who do you have? Oh, I'm picking Golden State. Dylan Mumal, gun to your head, game one. Who do you choose? I'm picking Golden State. Daddy, aka me. <laughs> <laughs> I had the gold, dude. I thought Golden State would run him out the gym. Am I a dumbass? Yes. Is this scumbag podcast? Yes. I mean, like, Am I an idiot? Yes. Like, watching three quarters, you would think that. Like watching the first three quarters, you're like, oh, Golden State's got this pretty easily. But who had the Celtics to win the game? Motherfucking okay. Robbie okay. Kingry did. <laughs> Robbie Kingry. If I held a gun to your head, I'm sorry. Game one. Who'd you have? Celtics. You you can you can back me up. You heard me. I will back him up. Me and Robbie watched the first three quarters of the game. Don't say that. He left, by the way. He thought the Celtics would lose. I did. <laughs> third quarter, I thought it was over. Ask him who he had. He had the Celtics. I will stand up for Robbie Kingry. He had the Celtics. It's it's it was unbelievable, by the way. That the fourth quarter, I'm 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 looking. Dylan, can you can you look up how many threes they made in the fourth quarter alone? Fourth quarter alone. And what their percentage was. Their percentage had to be 60% in the fourth They were shooting unbelievable. Like, they, they didn't miss. In the so, sorry, I don't have ESPN Plus, and I was just listening to it like an old man. And um, <laughs> Shout out, Jay Center. Yes. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> and they were just like, Marcus Smart, three-pointer. So, now Horford, three. I'm, I'm an app. We are absolute idiots. I have no idea 
if this is true or not, but I'm pretty sure I saw the Celtics went on an 18-0 run. Hey, is Golden, that divisible hey, by hey, three? I mean, they were down by 15 going into the fourth. Hey, Golden State, you've won some finals before? Hey, don't let them go on an 18-0 run. Uh, Steve Kerr, take a timeout. What are, what are we talking? 18 oh, yeah, like, Why don't you take this a time? You're a great coach, by the this way. Isn't, this isn't De Quincey little dribblers. This isn't Deweyville little dribblers. They were 9 of 12 from the three-point line in the fourth quarter. Ugh. Ugh. What a stat. What a stat. And game two will be, whenever you hear this podcast, it's dropping on Sunday. Game two will be tonight, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as in Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and give our – Picks for that game? Okay. I want to give y'all's picks yeah, for that game? Yeah, I'm, cool. I got it. I'm cool with that. I got my Chad pick. Beebe, I got give my... me a game two pick of the NBA Finals. We're not saying spread. Give yeah. me a – Just a pick. No just spread. a pick. No spread. No bet. It's you got? Easily Golden State. Easily. There's there's no way that they lose that game. Dylan Mumal, give me your pick, game two. I'm going Celtics. Wow. Whoa. Hold on. Dylan Mumal. I'm, I'm wow. going Celtics. Dylan Mumal. I, I, like, I like what they're, they're gonna, putting out. They're going to take both games from them. At Dylan all? Mumal is saying it. the sales. The Celtics are the balls. Dylan Mumal is saying the Celtics go to Oracle and take 2-0. If. Yep. Ballsy. Okay. So, yep. if, if, if the referees let it be physical, the Celtics, that's their best bet. The yep. Celtics are a defensive team. And if they're going to let it be super physical and let them get all over Steph and run him off the three-point line, well, that's what you want. You, you want to run Steph off the three-point line. You don't want to let Steph come off them screens. You don't want to look like uh, Robbie King or you're running on Caleb Sanford just getting hit stop. by screen, 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 stop, screen, screen. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> hey. Be black and blue. Help me. Help. Let the record show he's still sore from that. My spine's not adjusted. Four years later, here we are. So, so Steph balled out. He went nuts in the first quarter. Me and Robbie are sitting here watching the first quarter. Bullshit. It was an unbelief. So, I said, I remember telling this is a true story. I said, they showed us that. I said, I think Steph's got 21 in the first quarter. I can't believe it. Robbie looked at me and said, oh, that's no way. That's true. That's no way. He hit six of his seven threes in the first quarter. Mumal, give me his uh, final. We want Steph Curry's final stat line of the game. Mumal's looking that up. What you got, Rob? Game two. Who you got? No way. The Golden State Warriors let them. There's Come no. into Oracle and take two. It feel, doesn't it feel like it's over if it's 2 if, if they go 0-2, hey, you want to go Oracle? back to Boston? And you're going to Boston with all those fans? Boston's going to bring the juice. No way. You got – look, I fucking hate Steph Curry, people. This is – the him. boy hates Steph Curry. The what boy hates Draymond Green. I kind of like Clay Thompson. I kind of like Andrew Wiggins. There's no way the Golden State Warriors let them and come and take two. This is a team that has been to the finals. This is a team oh. who's led by – has won multiple finals. They understand game two. Hey, hey, people, let me go ahead. This isn't my lock, but let me go ahead and throw that out there. Take the Golden State Warriors money line. That's that's not my lock of the week. The Golden State wins this game. Who you got, Robbie? Okay, so. Don't say the Celtics. There's no shot they win games. Listen, hey, we're listening to me right now, okay? And, hey, the Golden State Warriors. No shot. How long do they have a rest before they face the Gold, the, the Celtics? Hmm? How long? They had um, uh, two weeks. Six, I think it was six oh. days before they played. Golden six State. days. Yep. They played. They rested six. And days they played Golden, as or, a team. Uh, Celtics rested three. They played as a team. One hundred and forty-three <laughs> games on the finals. No, You're no crazy. No, not everybody. Okay. Yeah. Andrew cool. Wiggins, Jordan Poole, more than all on them teams. Robbie, how many games? One hundred and forty-three. Hey, 
Look it when up. You come, when you come to this podcast, you get the stats. And I'm telling you right now, the Golden State Warriors look like they shouldn't even been on the fucking court. Oh, my Chad, baby, Chad, baby. Did Riley pull those stats 12. out of thin air? Did they he lost. Yeah, uh, it's not even close. They lost by 12 Everyone points. thought. The Celtics, Al Horford had the game of his life. Jason Tatum oh played the worst God. game of his fucking life. Hey, we, we all can agree. He didn't have the worst game of his life. He still had a double-double. He had 12 points. Oh. He started double double. Boys, boys, boom on. Give me Jason Tatum's uh, stat line. He had a double double. Did he? Yeah. He had 13 assists. Oh my God. Yep. Um, that's, now that's he a, did. He, he was terrible scorer. Jason Tatum's like, going to drop his nuts. He's going to drop that dick hey, on the Golden State Warriors. Jason Tatum, okay. Like, I get, like, my thing is, I really think if you're the Celtics, you feel like you stole that game. Your best player, Jason Tatum, absolutely did not. But Jason Tatum has almost always said that he's if he knows he's not scoring, he will facilitate for other people. Jason Tatum is not James Harden. He's not one of them players who's just going. He's not a volume shooter. If he's yeah, not scoring, yeah, yeah. he's still going to shoot some. But but so he facilitated. I mean, he had thirteen assists. Like Jason Tatum is a very good player. Like now, three for seventeen. Not yeah. Is Jason Tatum going to do that good? Also, the way you can look at that is Al Horford going to fucking shoot nine for twelve from the field. Is he going to make six out of eight three-pointers? That's where Jason Tatum steps the fuck up. But he's not. Okay, end of the Jaylen, day, Celtics is, my pick, book it. Is Jalen Brown going to shoot 50% from the field? Jalen Brown was that motherfucker, dude. Jalen Brown is good. He's good. I'm not. And Clay, is Clay going to score? I'm not Clay. But, Curry going to score 21 in the first again? No. No, but he's going to still score 30. I don't believe that. Okay. You don't believe you? You don't think he'll score thirty again? I, he, I will the say he, the finals? He's definitely going to score thirty again. But yeah. will he score thirty every game? No. No, he's not going to score thirty. Okay, we've all gave our picks one more time. Robbie, game two. Who you got? <laughs> Celtics. Move on. Who you got? Celtics. BB. Golden State. Give the boy Golden State. Okay, we're gonna see. My my friend Robbie and Dylan are saying 2 Celtics at Oracle. That's ballsy, and I respect ballsy. No shot. Okay, we're gonna revisit that <laughs> next week. Next topic. Johnny Depp. <laughs> what a man. Hey, hey, by the way, this isn't just sports. This is everything, baby. This is an everything podcast. Pop culture. Johnny Depp. It's a little pop culture for you. <laughs> hey, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, a.k.a. shit in your bed, okay, Amber Heard. Amber Turd. <laughs> Amber. Oh, oh, Robbie with a. <laughs> hey, Amber Turd. <laughs> hey, so. I, I, we're gonna give opinions on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this into the universe. It could be true. It could be false. Amber Heard was probably piece of shit. Yes, <laughs> she is a very attractive lady. I love her. Very 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 beautiful woman. Oh I think God. she's beautiful. She 100%. I think I don't know her age. Mumal, give me her age. Pull up Amber Heard's age right here. I say thirty eight. Amber Heard age thirty five. Let's okay. Let's see right here. Amber Heard age, damn, popped up fast. Amber Heard age no, is her age. What, what, hey, can we fucking? She is. Who's Bing? Oh, she's a year older than me. She's she was born in eighty six. How old is she, BB? Thirty five. She's thirty five. Give me Johnny Depp's age. Oh, Johnny Depp is like <laughs> fifty. Johnny. Hey, Johnny Depp has been living in Davy Jones's <laughs> locker. He could be a hundred. <laughs> the locker. He's got ninety five bracelets so, on his wrist <laughs> and seven scarves. <laughs> Hey Johnny! Hey Johnny! We're one more. Oh my god! Okay. okay. So the boy, the boy was born in '63. By the way, 
By the way, my dad Voodoo was born in '63. <laughs> he was making Crybaby whenever he was in the '80s. He is Cry literally like baby. six days away from being 59. <laughs> okay, Johnny Depp is 59 years old. She's 35. <laughs> Look, I get it. She's a beautiful young lady. No doubt. One thing we learned in this. She got them hands though. <laughs> we're, we're not a pop. We're not a pop culture podcast, but but if you watch enough TikTok, you know. She's a psychopath, and he is a drug head and a wino. Okay, and, we can and agree. Whenever you put them two together, hey, coach, you got fireworks. Yeah. Bing so, bong. She bing. said Johnny got that money. Hey, coach, Johnny got Quan. He was like, yeah, we went to my house and, and <laughs> well, not exactly. We were at my house in Australia, and then we – we flew to the Caribbean. I was like, okay. Hearsay. This is champagne problems. Yeah, hearsay. 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 <laughs> uh, dude, I was listening to that, and I was like, okay, these right, people. Let's take the, let's take this, the trivia quiz down. These are the who's problem? younger than Johnny? Okay. Who's <laughs> who's younger than Johnny Depp? Um, Everyone. <laughs> Will Smith. I don't know. That dude looks no, like right there. Him. Below. Right there. The trivia. There you go. Tim Burton looks like he's 90 Tom years Hanks old. Is, this, we were, Will Smith's Do not talk younger. about Tim Burton. Will Smith's way younger. Easily. Okay, so Johnny Depp, Amber oh, okay. Heard. My favorite story, and this is, we're, we're stupid idiots. We don't know shit about anything. This is, we're, this is just scumbag. But my favorite story, that, tell me if y'all heard this or not. Okay. Look, Daddy might have listened to a little bit of the court hearing. I'm guilty I did too. So Johnny watched, Depp had his, Facebook. he had his hand on a bar or a bar stool or some sort of corner of furniture, she threw a vodka bottle or a wine bottle. Boom, cracked it on the boy's hand. We could be wrong, but I'm just, I'm, we're just idiots. Look, what I heard, he had his hand. She threw the bottle, snapped the old pirate, <laughs> snapped Captain his Jack. finger off. Captain Jack. Captain Jack's finger. Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Captain Jack's finger was on the ground, and he's squirting out blood. And my boy is so full of pills <laughs> and so full of that devil's dandruff. Yes. Hey, toot it up. He's squirting blood out of his pointer finger. He starts writing on the walls in blood. And, hey, if you don't believe me, rewatch it. This was said in court. He writes on the walls, you ignorant whore. <laughs> That's hey, unbelievable. Hey, this is 100% correct. Also, is it? I don't know. 98. Not, it don't matter. I got Amber tooting that powder on the stand. We're going oh to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Hey, Johnny even said, or she said, after he, he said, he said, I wouldn't say that. I wrote her messages on the wall. So he wrote, you ignorant whore. That's his words, not mine. This is a pro-woman podcast. Yes. <laughs> you ignorant whore. Would you really? He was writing these messages on the walls with blood. Amber said when he ran out of blood, he went and got red paint and stuck his fucking finger in the red paint and finished what his quotes that he wrote. He said, I need commitment. That's full, full send. He said, she said, the judge said, why did you, why did you keep going? He said, I need to finish my messages. I love him. He shouldn't have needed the pain. He should have, he's 59 years old. He should have been on blood thinners by now to finish Bing it Bing bong, Cat. Yeah, he was <laughs> pale white. He almost bled out trying to write these messages on the wall. Captain Jack. Captain, hey, this was the day you almost Dude. called Captain Jack Sparrow. Okay, but can we talk about Amber Turd? Shh, Amber Turd? Robbie, bed. the floor is yours. Shitting on the bed. Can we talk about that? That's tough. Talk about it. Tell me about it. Like, if that, okay, say you're in a relationship with some lady. Okay. And say you go to the bar or you go to you go to a bingo, you come home and there's a fucking literal loggerhead on your fucking bed. What did you do? 
What's your first reaction? My yeah. first reaction is, there's where's a, the baby there's wipes? A, there's a big pile of shit on my bed. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She could have just oh, shit like a cat. Let's not just like, take a like, hey, do you, do hey, I'm, hey, at Team Amber Heard, it could have just been a little bit. BB, BB acted like she shit like a Brahmer bull. <laughs> is, is there a possibility Johnny was like, into that? Like, okay, like, the, I, I want him, as weird as that, he wears 30 bracelets on his arm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, why? I could 100% see Johnny being okay with being shit on. Okay, I understand. Okay, I could see that. Uh, if I'm walking in, you, the you personally, and I see her shitting on my bed, well, one, she's fine. Uh, okay. Can I get past her Not just a taking a dump on my bed? <laughs> Where's the baby wipes? <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Stop doing that. He just put those sheets on the bed. <laughs> Johnny, and by the way, Johnny's depth was like, dude, he's so, he's so cool. He was like, there was fecal matter. Hey, by the way, hey, by the way, no one says fecal matter, Captain Jack. No, hey, Captain, right. hey, in the moment, Jack was rolling on them pills and said, you fucking whore, you shit in my bed. So what are you doing, Dylan? You walk in the bedroom. You see Amber Heard taking a dump. <laughs> if Hello. Amber, if if my significant other is bowed up. No, 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 no. Okay. Amber Heard. Oh, or Amber, Amber Shitting Amber like Heard. a raccoon in your bed. <laughs> if she is bowed up, or she was. She I was might look past in the, Amber Heard doing it. I don't know. <laughs> she, I don't know. She was in the past, bowed up, taking a deuce right on my sheets. I, I would probably be locked up. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm Mumaw, sorry. You just slap her? Oh, I probably would. I'm not even gonna lie. Dude, I'm fucking Mumaw's from the top rope. <laughs> I got them sheets from Walmart, you Bing whore. Bong. Shapa, shapa, shapa. Never heard. Hey, what are you doing? We, like I said, this we're not super into to the latest of what's happening. We wanted to give you some thoughts on Johnny Depp. We're like we're not super up to date with pop culture, but 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 like, we're scumbags and we're idiots. Like how. Um, how much do you hate Amber Heard though for ruining Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh my! Like, like, cause we don't get an end to Captain Jack Sparrow because she wanted to accuse him of molesting, sexually assaulting her, beating her, whatever. So, so now we don't get the end to Captain Jack. This was the day you almost caught Captain <laughs> Sparrow. Dude, how, didn't they give him like a hundred and thirty million, and he turned it down? I, no. Well, Disney's not going to fuck with him anymore. Yeah. But I do have. He was awarded fifteen million. It was cut down to ten. Yeah. Hey, and and her lawyers straight up said, "Hey, cat, we can't pay that. We can't pay it." So this was all about public Aqu- perception. Aquaman didn't work out. Yeah, she's not going Aquaman. He's not going back to Disney. But I think coming in, leaving this, I think Johnny Depp's public perception definitely has went. He's his stock is up right now. Definitely. I say that, but his stock is up right now. And by the way, all I see is Christian Dior Savage commercials. Dude, with them him. commercials. He's are in the popping. desert with wolves, by the way, playing a guitar. Hey, hey, guess what? Christian Dior. Bing there's bing not bing bing wolves. Bing. There's not wolves in the desert. That I know of. I'm also an idiot. But he's like, <laughs> let me play this guitar in the desert and call these wolves in. But Johnny Depp, one hundred percent one. Hey, look, real quick, we got to get out of this topic, but did she do cocaine in the courtroom? Yes. A thousand. Oh, yeah. Well, well, look, I and drank, drank vodka out of the water bottle. I think she was tooting the powder in the courtroom. She's so hot. I'm sorry. She's good looking. She's a good looking lady. But, I think she dressed herself down 
for the appearance to be like mm, little old me, Johnny done. Depp. But she's an absolute. She should have done more of that makeup to make herself look like he beat her again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get. We'll dive into that later. We're going. <laughs> we're going to our next segment, and this is one we're going to do weekly as well. It's called Winners of the Week. Yes, baby. This is Winners of the Week. We're going to do cool. it. We're going to do it weekly. This is who <clears throat> dropped their nuts this past week. And we're gonna do. We're gonna go around the table. Who dropped their sack and and put their body on the line and let you know they're a winner? Chad, baby, who's your winner of the week? Oh, mine is easy. I mean, it's easily Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, one hundred percent, came out of this looking great. Uh, Disney looks like a bunch of dumbasses for kicking him off of Pirates of the Caribbean and not giving us the end that we wanted. To Captain Jack. And we're a podcast of the people, so that's what we want. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Robbie Kingry, who's your winner of the week? You know, this may spark some controversy. I hate it. Shut your mouth. You know, you love him, you hate him. But guess what? Everybody in this fucking world loves money. Everybody loves money. Everybody loves fucking money, okay? And, hey, LeBron James, hey, he's a fucking billionaire now. Hey, he's a billionaire, and he's also the Billy Goat. We won't get into that, but he's the fucking billionaire, and he's the Billy Goat. So he's the winner of the fucking week. Billionaire, everybody loves money. You can't get past that. Props to that. We'll dive deeper on later episodes on where we stand on LeBron. I don't like it. Look, that's Robbie's winner of the week. I'm anti- I used to be. Let the record show your boy was the LeBron guy. I was on the front lines for LeBron James. I'm not there anymore. Props, though, because, look, there's nothing more than the boy loves the money. Loyal. The man went billionaire. Props to LeBron. Whatever you think about him, about the game, his social status, blah, 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 blah. Props. Winner of the week, LeBron James. Dylan Mumal, <laughs> give me a winner of the week, Dylan Mumal. Al Horford himself. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. 26 points. He had a hell, he had a hell of a game. I mean, you're thirty. You're thirty. A hell of a game. You're thirty-six years life. old. You're thirty-six years old. You've been playing for a long time. You dropped twenty-six points, 26. six rebounds. A little, a little, a little side story, Mumal, and three assists. Three assists. A little side story. Two big threes. Al Horford, in 06 and 07. Hey. Robbie, where were you at in 06 and 07? I was probably just finding out who Lee Sand was. Yeah. <laughs> 06 and 07. Al Horford won back-to-back with Joe Kim Noah. That's right. Corey Brewer was on those teams, yeah, I think. Corey Brewer. Back-to-back natties in college basketball, which you don't see nowadays. Florida Gators. You don't, know nat- you don't see back-to-back natties in college. They had a no. great team. Al Horford's a dude. Back-to-back natties. Hey, I was 16. The boy's 31. So, the man is 36 years it. old. Props. Good winner of the week, Dylan Mumal. I'm doing it a minute. Give us his final stat line one more time. Give us points, rebounds, and assists for Al Horford. 26 points, six rebounds, and three assists. That's a hell of a winner of the week. I'm gonna get, the boy's going to give you his winner of the week. My winner of the week is the LSU Tigers. I'm sorry. I didn't well, want to go there. I didn't want to go Tigers. there. But the boys won. The boys won the boot. The boys won late in the eighth last night, and then in the ninth and tenth tonight. I'm not trying to be the homer, but you can't ignore the fact 
like BB said, we can't do it forever. But it was fun. But and we're gonna sh- and we're tomorrow we're gonna be a better pitching staff. We're gonna be more sustainable. We're gonna we're gonna score more runs early. A, a great job by the LSU Tigers. That's winners of the week. The LSU Tigers. All right. Our next segment, opposite of that, yes, is who shit the bed. <laughs> I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first with who shit the bed. <clears throat> when I say who shit the bed, we're talking about last night. I'm sorry. You don't want to hear about the LSU Tigers, but frankly, I don't give a shit. Kennesaw State, we scored 10 runs in the eighth inning against Kennesaw State last night. Them boys shit the bed last night. They were – some LSU fans, because LSU has shitty fans, I will admit that. Some LSU fans left in the eighth inning last night. We've seen that. We've seen that. And we've lived that. Look, did, did, did the boys kind of give up last night? I wouldn't say – we were there watching. We're here for it. But Kennesaw State was already planning where they were eating breakfast at in the morning. They yeah. were going to Waffle House. We're getting the yep. fucking Grand Slam double hash. <laughs> getting, getting the pain. lumberjack. And then the the boys from the boot put up a 10 spot in the eighth. Hey, so next hello. thing you know, hello, you're losing. My who should the bet of the week is the Kennesaw State. Owls, what a terrible mascot. Robbie, give me who shit the bed of the week. I mean, you look. We're talking about the NBA Finals. And Golden State Warriors are killing the fucking Boston Celtics. Jesus Christ. The Golden State Warriors scored 16 fucking points in the fourth quarter, bro. Ugh. Stephen Curry alone scored 21 in the first. What are you doing? You've been, you've been in the finals 2,000 fucking times. And uh, what happened? Six days off. I don't give a Fuck. Okay, you had you had too many days off, I guess. Golden State Warriors, you've been in the finals too many times. You should you should know how to close out a game. Okay? Boston Celtics dropped the nut and said, hey, we're fucking here. Boston Celtics, let's go. You the Golden State Warriors shit the bed. Golden State Warriors shit the fucking bed. Six Chad Beebe, Chad Beebe, talk to me. Who shit the bed? Uh well, I mean, it comes back to tonight. Southern Miss. You're up by four. You're the number eleven seed. Nationally, and you can't close out LSU after you know, after you know, they just came back. You're, you're at your home ball field. You've got all the momentum, and can't hold them off to make them get to you. Now you got to waste, you got to waste your pitching against Kennesaw State to get back to LSU, and hope you beat Kennesaw State. So, I mean, like, you're hosting the regional and you shit the bed and lose to LSU. Now, I mean, LSU is no joke. Like, that's a terrible person, like like we said earlier. That's a terrible person to play against. Like, all the sports betting apps have them as, like, number four or five favorite to win the national championship. But you're at your home turf and you can't hold off on a four-run lead. You four-pitch walk to Dylan Cruz to load the bases with no outs in the 10th. Absolutely shitting the bed. They – so, Southern Miss. Shit the bed. 100%. Dylan Mumal, give me who shit the bed this week. Hmm. Have, y'all, have y'all heard the, the little beef that Stephen A. Smith and KD have had? Oh, 
my Correct. goodness, yes. Correct. Break it down because there's no inside jokes on this podcast. Huh. Move on. Get it get it up, get it right. Give us some details on Stephen A. Smith and this and this shit you were talking about. So Stephen A. Smith basically said that uh, I saw whenever <laughs> he started talking about Steph Curry and Jordan, and he goes, Steph Curry changed the changed basketball for the better, while Michael Jordan changed it for the worst. Who did Stephen A. said that? Stephen A. said that. Mm, Shocker. Yeah, and then KD comes back. He comes back. He comes back on Twitter and tweeted. Well, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, like, like I literally go in the gyms, okay, and I see junior high kids shooting the ball from five to ten feet beyond the three point line. Like you can barely touch the backboard from the three point line. Yep. And you're shooting the ball from ten feet beyond, and you're dribbling the air out of the ball, trying to play one on one. I mean, is Steph good? Uh, Steph's the best shooter in the game, and nobody can be like him. Correct. I mean, so so you in your little junior high game does not match Steph. Just because you jack it up from ten feet beyond the three point line doesn't mean you're Steph. Like it's like it's all about the era, you know. Or unless your camera says it's, it's like shut oh, your yeah. fucking mouth. <laughs> it's all about the era, and can we stop name dropping him because he does not deserve it? Thank you. I mean, he was MVP. <laughs> Anyways. Um, on, it's all on, about the era. Robbie. It's all, all about right. the era. And back in y'all's day, what did y'all love to do? Did y'all love to drive the lane? Did y'all love to dunk the ball? Did y'all want to be like Carmelo? We loved to foul. People. You loved to foul really okay. hard. So, so yeah. now in the nowadays, hey, people want to shoot like Steph because he's the best player probably in the NBA. But the problem is, is it, that's difficult. It that's, is difficult, but they want to be like that guy. Like that. That's the role model. You want to shoot like him? Yeah, like, you like, commercials. Like, like handling the ball like Kyrie. Yeah, like the, like they want to dribble the air out the ball. Like that's not possible. It's like bing 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 bing. Yeah, like there's a, like Kyrie's really good, and you you can't dribble like Kyrie. You can't, Dylan. What was Stephen A. Smith saying about? He said Kyrie. He said that Steph changed it. That's a fact. What did he, he did. mean by Jordan? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't understand that. that. That's what that's what the drama is. Because he he won't he won't he elaborated on it a little bit, but he didn't go into too much. We could all agree time. that Stephen is here for the clicks, right? I love 100%. Stephen. Hey, yeah, I love is Stephen he also. entertaining? Absolutely. Like, We're not taking get Stephen, off the weed. Stephen A. Smith in his bag. Yeah, and then and then Katie Katie kind of what Katie say? What did Katie say? The game bad. Katie kind of took offense to it, and he said uh, he tweeted on Twitter. My theory is that guys like Steve, Skip, and Shannon have changed the game for the did, worse. Did, did, did KD tweet players, from – Players like Stefan and Michael can only push the game forward. Oof. Did, that's, did, uh, did KD tweet from one of his sub accounts? Did no, one no, of his no. burner accounts? He's a known burner. No, it, it was, it was KD <laughs> Trey 5. It, it was the real deal. All right. That's your winner. That's your who shit the bet of the week. We got a segment because this is a this is a South Louisiana born and bred podcast. This is we, there's there's nothing we love. We can talk warriors. We can talk we can talk warriors. We can talk LSU baseball. We love LSU baseball. We could talk anything all night long, but there's nothing more, true or false, Rob Diesel, that we love more than LSU football. Every day of our lives. And because this is – is that – BB, Chad BB, true or false? LSU, LSU football, nothing bigger, nothing better. Uh, easily. Easily. Nothing, nothing easy. bigger easy. in the Still state of Louisiana. Do you love the Tigers in the fall? I love it. So, because we're a podcast of the people, we're bringing you 
the one and only. Just be, you tuned into this podcast. We're gonna take care of you because we're bringing the Cameron Parish LSU insider, Mister Jay Sanner. Big J. Oh, y'all like that song? Mm, I know y'all like that. All right, I got Jay Sanner here live. Jay, can you hear me? Go ahead, Rob. Oh, big Jay. Oh, oh the Cameron Parish LSU Insiders here. Jay, this was a yeah, 2007 I'm gonna need you to, District uh, uh, 699, Cap. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Hey, we're going to PayPal. Listen, because you come on this podcast, Jay, we're going to PayPal you 699 so you can watch the game tomorrow. <laughs> District MVP. Whoa, 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 whoa. Center. Jay, Jay, what year were you District MVP? Give it to us. District MVP, uh, 2006. Should have been 2005 also. Wait, 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 wait. Who got you? Jay, who they cheat you out of? Who cheated you? Uh, That big loggerhead son of a bitch from uh, Hyatt. Oh, he was good. (laughs) Hey, there will be no Cody Coleman slander on this podcast. That motherfucker was good. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, he was good. All right. Hey, we got – if I'd have been a Hornbeck's district, I could have been four years in a row. Oh, <laughs> shot at Coach Chad Beebe right there. Jay, we would have took you out 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, Jay said you would have took him out. We would have uh, cut your legs out from underneath you going up for a layup. Jason, yeah. yeah, he would only went for 24, not 29. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's not about high school. We brought Jay Sander in here because this man is a religious LSU fan. He's plugged in. This is the Cameron Parish LSU insider. Jay, what a what an off season for the fucking Tigers, by the way. Ed Ogeron out, two two middle of the mall seasons, right? Correct. Two middle of the some bullshit. Not what we expect after. Hey, we all, hope for the best. <laughs> all praise. We're so thankful for 2019, right? Jay? Hashtag 2019. Hashtag 2019. Best year ever. Hey, best, best team ever? ever. Best college football best team, team ever. ever. According to this podcast, best. if you're tuning into this podcast, oh. 2019 best team ever. I mean, no, the only the only team that could argue be close to 2019 mm-hmm. would be that 2001 Miami Hurricane. Team. That's true. But That's they right. had who, who was their quarterback? Uh, Vinny Testaverde. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, no, it wasn't Vinny Testaverde. Give it, give it to me, Jay. Who was it? I don't know. As I'm saying, I don't know who their quarterback was. I know who, was. who was the I, look, quarterback I know, of all time. Hold on. We got the, the World Wide Web at our fingertips. Who's I know Vinny Testaferti for... was a quarterback. <clears throat> it wasn't him, but he was a quarterback Miami for the Hurricanes. Miami Americans. What year, no. Jay? 2001. QB. Put QB. That was whenever they were ridiculous. Okay. Mumal's pulling that up for us right now. Who was the QB? Yeah. 01. Give it to me, Mumal. Up top. Up top, QB. Ken, Ken Dorsey. It was Ken Dorsey. Yeah, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, it, hey, hey Joe Burrow. Yeah, give me, give, hey no. Ken Dorsey stats. Mumal, how many the yards only, did he throw for? Hey, guess who the running backs on that team were? Hey, we're not going to talk about that. Clint Portis, Willis McGahee, and Frank Gore, all on that same team. The only, the only, the only position position battle that they probably have on LSU would be punt returner. 
Yeah, and Devin Hester. Yeah, that's the only position. But we had Derek Stingley, but his job was to just uh, bear catch it so Burrow could march down eighty yards. Hey, by the way, by the way, shout that's out Derek it. Stingley just got drafted third, right? That's right. Yeah. Third, by yeah. the way, shout out third. Derek. He's in the money, yeah. dog. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Derek just got paid. Shout out. We we're not we're going to excuse him for the other bullshit. Seasons, hopefully, hopefully we're Derek has for a, uh, yeah, Hopefully Derek, Derek has Stingley a better. Best freshman cornerback I ever seen. No, one hundred percent. No doubt. Cornerbacks no doubt. <laughs> Jason, he has a better, uh, better year this year than his uh, sophomore and junior year. Yeah. Jason, a crazy off season. Crazy uh, offseason. Look, can we all agree on this podcast and with Jay first? It's 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 in the we're in the middle of the coaching hunt. The LSU Tiger fans are going crazy. It. I want Jay to answer this first. Whenever. Two weeks into the coaching search at Ed O'Gron's fire, was there ever a thought in your mind, is it physically possible Brian Kelly's an option? Jay Sander. No, that's what I, I said that before, that Brian Kelly wasn't even on the radar of 90% of LSU fans, and if you say he was, then you're just lying. Then you're a liar. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, mean, I 100% everybody. never even thought of Brian Kelly. No, no. no. I, never thought he would come three, to LSU. I, I said the three main names, <clears throat> the three main names on everybody's radar, even the crazies on Tiger Rant, the – the boards on two four seven sports, whatever, whatever information that you get your LSU football access from, it was Lincoln Riley was number one, it was Mel Tucker two, right. and then Jimbo three. It was like, and then the one that, like I said, the one that I was hoping and he was on everybody everybody's board was Luke Fickle. That's but right. Once you got into the search, and realized that he was waiting on Ryan Day to go pro so he can go back to Ohio State, you really. Was yeah. it BB? I mean, uh, Jay, you think that was the plan for him? Yeah, I think that's still the plan. I think he's still waiting on Ryan Day to go pro, and he wants to go back to Ohio. So State. the thing with Ryan Day of Ohio, do you do you believe? So a really good talking point this year. And we're we're off subject a little bit, but we're glad you're here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, aka Mr. Khakis from Michigan, mm-hmm. said it's mm-hmm. easy it's easy to be relevant when you're born on third base. So he took a shot at Ryan Day right there, saying. Hey, look! You got handed the keys to a Ferrari. Yeah, that's a fucking yeah. shot. Is that I mean, like, you do you believe you like? No, Jay, yeah. I, do you also, believe that's true? I, did Ryan Day get? Yeah, did he get born on third base? Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, he it's the exact same thing as Les Miles following Nick Saban. I mean, God dang, we know that story oh, too well. Oh, did, I mean, did, it's the exact same thing. Did, I mean, did, was Les Miles a horrible coach? No, but was he mediocre and kept us afloat for what was eleven years? I like staying afloat. He was afloat for eleven years, but he he did. I said, let's say seven years, I guess you'd say. BB, do you, was Ryan Day born on third base? Uh, I mean, it's one of them things like Jim Harbaugh went to Michigan. Michigan recruits itself almost. It's hard. Yeah, Michigan was. I mean, Michigan's one of those top tier programs that uh, now yeah. is it hard? Like it's a cold weather program. So do you have to do it a little bit harder? Is it easier to recruit to certain programs? Like, sure. Like <clears throat> one thing I was going to ask you is. Do you ever really like? I never really thought Lincoln was going to come to LSU because he wanted he wanted to leave Oklahoma because they're about to come to the SEC. So why would he come to LSU and not go to USC? USC is is the Pac-12. The only program you really have to worry about in the Pac-12 is maybe Oregon and Stanford. Yep. So, but you come to the SEC and you got to worry about. Everybody. Yep. So, so why would Lincoln Riley go to LSU and have to compete against but, those teams? Because I thought that he was a competitive. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. I, I, all the smoke. I thought he was that young, hungry guy. Shots fired. Just, everybody was like, 
you know, pull up my chest. I'm the man, you know, I'm the number one competitor. I'm the youngest and next hot coach. I want to compete with the best. I can't win in Oklahoma because I can only get so much talent. But you had these two guys, one who wanted to talk about kissing guys on the mouth of a press conference and Les Miles and Ogeron, who just hit lightning in the bottle, who who was great for three years, but then just fell off after the divorce. But you had two guys won a national championship, three guys in, you know, 15 years won a national championship. So it's like, okay, I can do it. I thought he, I, I really thought he was going to pull the trigger come to LSU. But so, you, so Jay, if we held you, a gun to your head the day before Brian Kelly got hired, if we held a gun to your head and said, who is LSU going to hire? Were you, were you, were you, were you on him? The day before? Not yes, Brian Kelly. Not, were you no. on Lincoln Riley the day before? No, 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 because because Lincoln already went to USC, like the you know. Three, okay, three, a day eight, before, four. a day before, like, before USC. Lincoln Riley went to Lincoln Riley went to USC, and Brian Kelly went in the picture. If you'd have said Jay is is uh, he coming, I was I'd have man I'd have said I was you know fifty percent sure. I, I right at the end I thought it was gonna be Lincoln Riley. I never thought it was gonna be Jimbo. I thought Jimbo was just everybody was just blowing smoke because he hired Jimbo away from Florida State, and they was supposedly him and Scott Woodward were supposedly buddies. I never I never bought that. But I, I thought the, the Lincoln-Riley smoke was real. And then I, I, I thought, I would say 50% Lincoln, 25% Mel Tucker, and 25% uh, Matt Rule. I heard Matt Rule uh, name a bunch at the end from Carolina, one of them left from Baylor. And then I, I never thought Dave Aranda was going to leave. I mean, because I think that – I don't think Dave Aranda's going to leave Baylor because I think that Dave Aranda's trying to start his own legacy. And I think that if – if Scott Woodward would have hired Dave Aranda back, then he's hiring, you know, a guy that Joe Oliva initially hired. So it's, I don't think you want. To, I don't think you want to do that. Jay, before Lincoln Riley was hired to USC, me and my good friends Robbie Kinger and Dylan Mumal were at the local bar. Yeah, and we're at the yeah, local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that what you call the bar? Water and hole. The local. We're at the water and hole. <laughs> Robbie, were there toast made? I have video proof of toast being made. Robbie, tell Jay what the what I said. Your boy, look, I can live. Look, I've made a. I'm an idiot. I've said that on this podcast. I'm a fucking absolute moron, and I have said some stupid things in my life. Many. This is the toast I made, Robbie. Give me the toast of what I made, dude. You had like you <laughs> had like fifteen people gathered around with pickle shots and mini beers, and you was like, "Hey, this is the Lincoln Riley, our next head coach." Go <laughs> dink. <laughs> hey, 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 one more time. That was a, that was a spot on impression. I like that. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, Jay. That was good. That was good. All right, all right. That was so, pretty good. So it was a shocker to everyone. Brian Kelly was a coach, Jay. Man. There's this. There's oh a. a I'm, if I'm not correct me if I'm wrong. There's a 2023 kid coming in named Trey Holly, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Give us the. Give us a lowdown on Trey Holly. I need that Cameron Parish LSU insider on Trey Holly. <laughs> Trey Holly. He's a. He's a running back. He'll be a senior this year. He's a. From Union Parish, which uh, Union Parish is a 3A school up in Farmerville, Louisiana. You know where that is? It's no, like where the miles. fuck is Farmerville, by the way? Yeah, what do they do there? Northwest of uh, Monroe. I know Union. Union's good. It's northwest yeah. of Monroe, so it's in – Northwest of Monroe, yeah. It's, they're in the uh, 3A. They're in Bastrop's district. Bastrop is where uh, Ruben Randall and a couple other guys come from. But, so, so – I don't know how good the district is. I know Bastrop Center, but yeah. Well, I mean Union it's, Parish. It's, I know Union Parish. They're always good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're usually you know they're usually pretty good every year. They they won state last year, I believe. Um, they 
But <clears throat> in three in three years, so freshman, sophomore, junior, he's rushed for six thousand nine hundred and eighty yards with ninety eight. Wow. So junior Jesus and Christ. sophomore and junior year alone, he rushed for twenty seven hundred with forty four touchdowns, and junior year last year, twenty six hundred with thirty three touchdowns. Is he and just Cecil to put that in perspective, there's only been three running backs in the Louisiana high school history to rush for three thousand yards in one season. Yeah, Cecil Collins. That's right. Cecil Michael Ford. Diesel. Michael Ford and Cedric Skinner from Oberlin. Which oh. I don't really count Cedric Skinner from Overland because they're a one A ball club and they ran the wing tee. Didn't he go play at Southern Miss, by the way? Ever. Did he go play at Southern Miss? No, he he, he uh signed with Grambling, but I don't know how it would have been. Travis 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 Aging <clears throat> actually rushed for twenty nine hundred his uh respectful year at Jennings. So so but but uh Trey Holly, I I, I watched some of his highlights. He's 5'8", 180, so he's a smaller guy. He's he's tough to bring down. He's you know he's quick. He's pretty elusive. I think he was pretty good. I think he was better than I thought. I, you know, I just thought he was kind of a, a big fish in a little pond kind of guy, kind of like a Brosette was. Trey Holly. Brosette. Brosette. Uh, yeah, Brosette actually holds the record in Louisiana for 8,190 yards and 141 touchdowns. So, <clears throat> so Trey Holly needs. 1,211 yards and 44 touchdowns to hold the Louisiana state record. Jay, are you are you somewhat worried that he's 5'8", 180? Is he, is he a, is he a well, four-down back? Kind of short. I don't know, man. He's kind of short. It's hard to say. Just, yeah, it's just kind of it's kind of hard to say because I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was a 5'7". That's true. Every Facts. Down back. Well, Facts. What do you think? So, I mean, it just depends what kind of offensive style they run. No, I mean, yeah. That's, what do you think we'll Brian Kelly is going to bring in? Yeah, yeah. The we'll juice. See. I mean, <clears throat> You think yeah, he's going to be running the uh, the uh, pitchback dive? He's not going, but no. he's not wildcat. <laughs> he's not going to do that. Yeah, but I tell yeah, you what, told, if you watch Notre Dame plays, you got to tell Hester on a podcast. He's bringing back the eye formation. Hey, really? Uh, got a hard. If you on, watch so Notre Dame, if you watch Notre Dame, we're going to run the ball a little bit. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to run. The I mean, ball but and... LSU has always had good running backs. Always. Yeah. Jay, Jay, that's going to segue us into. Well, tell us about running back. Uh, who's going to be the cow, the go-to? Who's going to be Darius Geis in 2016? Who's going to be Leonard Fournette 2015-16, Darius Geis 16-17? Who's, who's the guy? Is No, it's got, it's got to be John Emery. Got it's, to be. It's got to be, right? Got to be John Emery, and, and if he can't do it, then they're going to bring in uh, Noah Kane, I think, Ooh, to, uh, for Penn State. Up. Yeah, from Penn State, man. I don't know if he's on campus yet. Is he on campus yet? I really don't know uh, if he's on campus yet or not. I, look, every all signs point to John Emery, but yeah, I think John Noah Kane had a good freshman year at Penn State, right? Yeah, he just kind of suffered from the injury bug, so he's been kind of hurt at Penn State. But he was the number six running back in the country coming out of high school. He, he, he's originally from New Orleans, but he he went to ING Academy, and he was coming to LSU. He was coming to LSU. I mean, he didn't commit or nothing, but they, everybody said he was coming to LSU. And last minute, if you remember, John Emery, five-star, number two running back. In That's the right. Destrahan. Destrahan. And he was he was committed to Georgia. Okay. He takes his official visit to LSU 2018. And LSU, they, I don't know how, but they beat the brakes off of Georgia. And that's when they had the picture of Coach Jay. O with his arm around him. Mm. Coming Jay, out of the Jay were we there? Were you and I there? Oh, we was there. We was in there, man. We was in there. <laughs> Jay, we was in so. There. <clears throat> 
recruit uh, the, the the freshman class that's in there now, kids on campus. Yeah. Give me one or two kids. Give me two kids who well, got, who I we can look for I, you, man. No, you got five? I, oh, yeah, give me five, give me five kids, but I really want two. Who can make two a difference really this year? Who can make an impact? So, I don't want so who looks that, cool. Uh, I need two kids uh, who are going to make an impact this year. Well, I think two is going to start. I think that uh, the five, the five big guys. See, see that that was the whole thing about Kelly. Can he recruit Louisiana guys? And and he come in and he only signed fifteen, but he wasn't there. But but from January to February. So I yeah. mean, I mean he's at the end of December, but really January to February was signing day. So I mean, he only got to be there for a month, you know, a month and a half maybe. And he signed fifteen guys. Ten were from Louisiana, by the way. And he, he took fifteen transfers. But out of, the, out of the fifteen he signed, they end up number seven overall in the country, which is pretty damn good for only being there a month and a half. What what overhaul forty new coaches, forty new staff yeah, like members. What grade do you give him? So, so he's seven, number seven overall, number four in the SEC, which is pretty good. So the the five guys I have that, that are that are the better the best ones in the class, I think Will Campbell is going to start at left tackle, which is crazy because that's, that's hard to that's do. What, I've been hearing a lot about a lot about him. The the buzz is Will Campbell, right? Jay, where did he go to high yeah, school? Yeah, where did Will Campbell go to high school? Neville. Neville, and that's what Notre Dame is Same known for short, uh, getting short, offensive short, linemen. Jay, is Neville four A or five A? Four, I believe. Are they five? They, they big school. Yeah. So, so all signs so, uh, point to him starting left tackle. Yeah, I mean, that, he started left tackle in the spring. They said like a week after he was there for because uh, he an early enrollee. That's what uh, you listen to, so like, like like everything I've heard is it. that is that he's different. He is a starting left tackle. He's different big than white, every. He's different than yeah, everybody else. Mean, son of a bitch, yeah, man. he's different than everybody else that comes. He looks like a starting yeah. SEC offensive lineman. Jay. Yeah, and then and I think the other guy that has a chance to start is be Harold Perkins. Ooh, uh, true freshman. Line, true freshman linebacker from from Houston. He's originally from New Orleans too, but Katrina moved his family to north of Houston. Uh, he's a number two linebacker in the country, number eight overall. But if you talk to like some of the big time recruiter sites or whatever, they said he's probably the most talented player in the whole class. Really? Five star. Yeah, I mean he ran. He, he played running back and uh, Did linebacker. Did he? Did he play running back yeah, in high school? Yeah, he's running back and linebacker at uh over there. Houston, Jay. We we are. I I wanted to get to starting quarterback tonight, but I want to I want to tease the people for next weekend because everyone's okay. excited. Everyone, you got Miles coming back is a great story. Every you're not an LSU fan if you don't love Miles Brennan, and you're not fired up unless you're you are you're not an LSU fan if you're not fired up for the starting quarterback battle. We got we got Walker Howard. A hell of a young man coming in. I don't think anyone's expecting him to start. You got the young man whose dad coaches for the Dallas quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, right? His mama's from Lake Charles. Ooh, he he claims Lake Charles. Where she live at? He, he's, he's not really he, he's not really Lake Charles though, is he? Right? Was he, it, no, he born in Lake Charles. But he wasn't. He played at I think Flower Ground. He played in North Texas. Yeah, yeah. They played in Dallas. We like him too, but. We're going to tease the people. We're not going to talk about quarterback. We're going to save that for next week. Uh-huh. We, we got a good update. You like Will Campbell. You like Harold Perkins to make a yeah, difference I mean, I this think, year. 
And I think Quincy Wiggins, too, that defensive line from Madison Prep, I think he, he – coming out of high school, he's 6'5", 275, defensive end. And he, he didn't play a lot of high school football, by the way. He started late. I, yeah. I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. But freak athlete and ready for the yeah. – ready. Uh, Chad Beebe's got a good question, and we're going to end on this. We're going to wrap up with you, the Cameron Parish LSU insider. Jay, <laughs> I want to grade Brian Kelly right now, not – Whenever he got hired, right now, if you could give him an, a 7.2, an 8.5, a 9.9, give us a grade for the hire right now from the Cameron Parish LSU Insider. Scott Woodward going to South Bend, taking the man, bringing him to Baton Rouge. Give us a grade on the hire right now. Oh, I mean, you got to give him like at least an 8.5 or something. That's man. safe. I mean, yep. That's safe. I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, can't even a ten, but I mean, yeah. I mean, but no just, one was just, super just, disappointed, less, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's surprising. Saying. Nobody's disappointed. What, like, but like I said, the only knock that he had is he's sixty years old, can't even recruit in Louisiana, and but he's not a he's not an old sixty year old, you know. You know, Mac Brown is also he's seventy, but he looks like he's eighty four. <laughs> you know, Brian Kelly he's still. I mean, there ain't many sixty year olds out there dancing. With a tight end that go viral, you know what that's I'm fine. saying? So millions of views. Not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so, and I said, can he recruit Louisiana? Well, I mean, look, I, I told you he kept ten from Louisiana. Then he got fifteen transfers, and he had six all with Louisiana ties. So he's he's showing that he's been try he's trying to recruit Louisiana. You know, Robbie King trying to recruit Louisiana. What's up? Big time, man. Robbie Kingery, What's are up? you surprised with 8.5 from Jay Sander, who is a friend of the show, who is our – The Cameron Parish Insider. The Cameron Parish mm-hmm. LSU Insider. Are you surprised with 8.5? So, since I'm not the Cameron Parish Insider – You're not. And I've only, I only know what's going on on Twitter. I give Brian Kelly a 7-7. Seven, seven. Why 7-7? Seven, seven? You, know, you know, you see all, all, all day – when he when he first came to LSU, like everybody had the whole shit going on that he's like trying to be southern and shit. He's trying to fit in. Okay, okay. And what's like, that, what's that got to do with coaching? Hey, relax. Nothing. Relax. Nothing. By the way, Jay. Relax. Nothing. Hey, this is for the people. This is Bob. for the casuals. Bob. Yeah, this is for the people. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is for the people. Oops. This isn't this isn't facts. But go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Like, you know. Oops. Hey, Brian Kelly, relax. Be yourself. Show me that you're the best coach for us. I like a man. Let the record show. Eight point five. I get, Hey, by the way, your boy, give me a nine point one. That's uh, unbelievable. Give me a nine point one. I want a man. I want a man who wants to come in here, who wants to adapt to his environment, who is a proven winner. Hey, that let the record show. This is a. This is. That's my head coach. That is my head coach. That's my head coach. I'm all on board. Give me Brian Kelly, 9.1. I'm proud. I just don't and want to be disappointed. A, correct. That's that's good of an LSU fan to it not want to live that life. what you're comparing it to. No, I'm What's comparing him to a fucking shrimp boat captain at Ozron and a, and a young well, – Are you a shrimp boat captain that won us a natty? Are you correct, correct. The last three coaches, the last three coaches mm-hmm. at LSU have won us a natty. One was a shrimp boat captain idiot. One was a sexual harassment case, Les Miles, <laughs> and one was Ooh, the goat boo, Nick boo, Saban. Boo. Hey, if you if you, if Les Miles and Brian and and Ed Ogeron win a natty, give me BK. That's my head coach, Dylan Mumal. Give me a give me a grade. Not 8.5, not 9.1, not 7.7, a.k.a. Robbie. Mm. Give me what you got. Brian Kelly. So I'm going to give Brian Kelly an 8. 
Let's go. And I'm hella surprised at yours. Like, I am too. Nine point one. Yeah, absolutely. One's like, mad. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. And the the reason I give him an eight is because when they were at practice one day, two teammates were going at it. Teammate made a play, started chewing his ass out. Brian Kelly walks out. It starts ragging on their ass. Let's go. Like absolutely like ragging that. on their I'm ass. I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm here for it. But also, if it's if it's like you know a top dog kind of player, it's like oh yeah, I'm that motherfucker. You know. Yeah, and that and, kind of that and kind. He of brought stuff. them back down. Yeah, there. yeah, and he brought he brought them back. I like that because the days are over of the of the bullshit of the drama. <clears throat> this is. I like yeah, that he brought that guy back down to earth. Here. The guys dropping out of a class, so they're not eligible for the rest of the year. Ugh, Jay. Ugh, the, bad, the deep, dark LSU secrets. Yeah, bad, man. Jay, uh, we're going to wrap up right here. BB, give us a grade right now. All right. I'm going to give you an 8.8. Uh, Hell, yeah. Like, like I mean, like, Brian Kelly has been recruited for NFL jobs. Yep. This is a legitimate coach. This is not – like you said, shrimp boat captain. This is not. This is not Les Miles, your motivator. This is somebody who's an actual coach. This like is a leader say, of. This, this is a leader is, of this men. Is somebody who is an actual coach. A leader of men. Like one thing, we didn't have the best of. I guess last year was offensive linemen. Okay, you got to win the battle up front. Yep. Notre Dame is known for having good offensive linemen. Jay, are we trending upward on the offensive yeah. line? Oh. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man, especially keeping Brian Davis. And one thing about Brian Kelly is you got to forget. You know, I mean, you got to forgive or you forget whatever you want to say. He was a Notre Dame, man. He had stipulations to recruit. He had ACT scores oh, and yeah. SAT scores I mean, to ridiculous. get in. He's about he to go. There. Listen, this year, this fall, whenever he gets a break from coaching, not get a break, but they're going to go to a recruiting trip on Friday nights, he's going to go to Destrahan versus St. All. That's right. He's going to go to Ed Carr and Warren Easton, and he's going to look at the assistant coach, Frank Wilson. He's going to say, Frank, are you telling me I get to pick out of these animals? Yeah. I mean, it's a game changer. Gonna, yeah, he gets oh, to choose from what he wants. He gets to choose oh, where he wants. Oh, yeah. BB, you oh. give him a what? What's your final score? 8.8. 8.8. 8. Jay? Oh, I got one question. One question for BB. If he go gives, ahead. If, yeah. he gives, if he gives Brian Kelly 8.8, I know he hasn't been there that long. What does he give Jack Miller for his career? <laughs> Coach, Coach Miller? Hey, for hey, his hey, entire hey, career? Hey, soft relax. Everybody, let's relax. Hey, hey, this is the boy. Are we talking about softball? Are we talking no about everything? Coach Miller slander on this podcast. <laughs> I, I, know, I love I'm Coach Miller. Like Coach Miller is a Coach Miller's got proven winner. Yeah. Coach Miller's proven. 13. I'm not talking about an outsider's perspective looking at one. No, no. BB's not an outsider. BB, are you true or false? Are you back to back to back district champion? No, we're we're three P. Three P district champion. We've won four out of five. Coach Miller's my guy, and Chad BB was the best man of my wedding. Coach Miller is a state champion. That's right. Coach Miller is a proven winner. There will be no Coach Miller slander on this. No, no. I mean, it's easy. Like, like Jay. Jay, one thing. One thing I want to know, Jay. If you do, you know anything about the the new LHSAA vote? Well, they, they, they're doing how, how Cameron Parrish is now considered a select. Are y'all cheating on no, Cameron Parrish Day? Cameron, like, because LHSAA voted two days ago to change the definition of select versus non-select. So now every school in Cameron Parish is considered select because Cameron Parish has open enrollment. 
Like meaning that if you live in Hackberry, you can go to school in Grand Lake. Jay, y'all are some bullshit, aka. <clears throat> by the way. So now, so oh, now boy, every boy, school. So now, so now every school in Cameron Parish is considered select. So Jay, I identify as Cameron Parish. They have to play Northside Christian. That's right. Y'all gotta consider. Y'all gotta play Northside Jehovah Jireh. All the schools. Hey, good luck, Jay. Jehovah Jireh. Really? What about me? All right. (laughs) Jay, we appreciate you coming on. Great job. We're going to go next week. We're coming back. We're going to talk quarterback. That's what the people want to hear. You can only get the LSU inside from this podcast. A round of applause for Jay Sander from the boys. Round of applause. Round of applause. Jay Sander, we appreciate it. We're going to talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. All right. For the last segment we got. We promised you there would be some gambling picks. We're going to be nice and short and sweet. We're going to wrap up the podcast right now. We're going to go lock of the week. I, I tell you what, we're going to go to Dylan Moomaw first. He's going to give you his lock of the week, and we're going to keep up with this, and we're going to revisit it every week. So what that means is when Rob Diesel, a.k.a. Robbie Kingry, is 0-3, you're going to know to fade Robbie Kingry. Don't ever fade me. Don't ever fade me. First up, Dylan Mumal, give us your lock of the week, stone cold, best bet. We are a podcast of the people, and we're here to make the people free money. Dylan Mumal, lock of the week. Celtics. Money line? Plus four. Celtics are catching four next game? Yes. Is that right now? Yes, Celtics plus four. It's on FanDuel right now. Or Barstool. Dylan Mumal. I think Barstool Barstool got him at five. So you want – Wait, Dylan's a FanDuel guy. Yeah, I'm – Dylan, you're taking the Celtics plus four. Yeah. Really? I can live with that because I'm golden. Is there a reason? Elaborate. Yeah, because if, if, say, say things don't go the right way, Warriors get up by one, two, still covered, I still win. I like that. You still win. I I I like a cushion. I I mean, I like it. I like a cushion. Yeah. But I also like Celtics money line. Uh, Dylan Mumal going onward, going stone, onward. Stone cold lock of the week. Dylan Mumal promises you free money with the Celtics plus four. Don't put your bank account on that, Robbie. Robbie, I want more money. We're, writing that, y'all this we're year. writing that down. We're revisiting it. I want Robbie Kingry stone cold lock of the week, free money because you tuned in to Winners Win. Give us some free money. Listen, Robbie. bro, I'm coming straight. Come on. The guy texted Kobe Bryant last week. He's dead. Okay, he didn't get a response. Okay. Response. The drive. Hold on, hold on. You can't keep going like that. You don't get to keep going. Hey, look. Hey, if you. God, this is hard for the boy because I'm here. I am here. Dude, I want the Celtics to win these finals so bad. But don't text Kobe. Do not text Kobe. Kobe's no longer with us. Hey, hey, Jason Tatum. Hey, hey, Jason Tatum. Guess what? He's not gonna text you back. <laughs> but listen, he's gonna text Kobe again. Okay. It's gonna be a green uh, and he's not gonna get a whoop whoop back. Okay, he's gonna drop thirty points. Okay, and the, his 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 prop is twenty six and a half. I got Jason Tatum twenty six and a half. He dropped twelve points last game. He's not doing that again. Al Horford's not gonna Terrible. fucking. I like I like I, I, look. That's the lock of the week. You got it here on this podcast. Jason Tatum's not going to play bad for seven games. I feel like that's a good bet. I'm going to put that on my card, by the way. Put, hey, 
move on. Put that on my card. I'm betting that. But that's not my lock of the week. But I like Jason Tatum to go over what, Robbie? 26 and a half. He's not going to play shitty twice. Put that on my card because I'm a rider. Riders ride. Jason Tatum will not shit the bed again. Chad Beebe, give me your stone cold lock of the week. All right. Easy. Curry under. Free money. 28 and a half. Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. There's no shot the Celtics are going to let him score 30-something again. There's no shot. He scored 21. He scored 21 the first quarter. That's fine. And then what did he do the second, the third, and the fourth? I don't know. He didn't score a combined 21 points in the third, the second, third, or fourth. Okay, so I got you three. Three, three locks. You, you can oh, go. Oh, so, so there's, these are parlay. all. You can go parlay on this. Don't do that. Okay, so Curry under 28 and a half. Golden State plus or minus four. And then you bet the over. Okay. All three are locks. It's no, I mean, Whoa, are you putting this in a parlay? Give, three, us a, give us one you, lock. Give us one lock. Three leg. When, okay, give me your most. One leg is easily Curry under 28 and a half. Oh my goodness! There, there's no shot there. Clay didn't show up. Baby, give us your stone cold lock of the week. I mean, it's easy. It's Curry under twenty eight and a half. Curry under twenty eight. So unbelievable. Yeah. After he after he hit twenty one <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> hey, look, we're sorry. It's no shot. Yeah, I'm for gonna real. Give yeah. My, he's, he's I'm going to give you look, my stone we'll, cold. We'll revisit this. He can't in a week. He can't shoot the ball. He can't do very much. But hey. They're not. He's not scoring twenty eight points, right? Thirty. He's not going to do that. All right. He's not. We're going to revisit this, and we will debate this when we get back. Rob, Rob, give me your lock of the week. I'm going to text you tomorrow when he has twenty six. That is. Yeah, he's going to get his ankles. If you're listening, his weak ass ankles hurt. That is when he has twenty six. I'm going to text you at the end of the game when he has twenty six and say, "Hey, who was right? Not you." When the Warriors still win, because Clay had thirty. Clay's the most inconsistent player on the fucking Warriors. I do not want to hear that shit. Okay. I like it. I like it. We're going to revisit it. I'm going to give you to end the podcast. Hey, hey, because because you tuned in to Winners Win, hey, there's a lot of bullshit going on in this podcast because we're idiots and we're scumbags. <laughs> but I'm going to give you some free money, people. If Because God bless Louisiana, by the way. Yes. God Absolutely. bless Louisiana. Yep. We're from this beautiful state. Love We're it. able to gamble in this beautiful state. Thank I'm you, everybody you, who voted. Thank you, for, thank you for who voted. This is a, a winner state. I'm going to give you free money. This is easy. This is free. This is a hockey podcast, by the way. You didn't know that, but now you do. That's so disgusting. Let me give you something. The Tampa Bay Lightning have won the last two NHL Stanley Cups. They are – cue the Drake – Back to back. Mm-mm. Robbie, you know that song? I think I, I do. Know. I don't listen to Drake that much. I got, that, down drink, too, I got that drink in me going back to back. They are down too, but hey, but guess what? They're going back to Tampa. I like the New York buzz. Guess what? I look cool. New York will probably win the series, but you do not beat the back to back. You're not going to sweep the back to back champs. I believe that. I like that pick. Right? I like that pick. Are you going to sweep them? Cool. No, Rangers, not a cool chance. Or you won't sweep them. Free money. You tuned into the podcast. I'm putting it in your fucking wallet. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning money line. You're not sweeping the back-to-back champs. You don't do they? Are they minus or plus? It don't matter. Money line Tampa Bay 
That's the pick of the week. That's lock of the week. That's free money. We're going to revisit these next week. We had a great time tonight. I love it. That's right. Was did we boys? One to ten. This is episode one. Robbie, give me one to ten. Episode one. How'd it go? Fucking ten. Chad, baby. Ten. Dylan Mumal. Ten. Besides, you're breaking the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the blooper reel. Everybody, get ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> We had a good time tonight. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate it. We love you. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the likes. Thanks for the follows. I love everybody. Y'all have blew it up way out of proportion. We're only going to get bigger, and we're here for you. We're going to have a great time. Thank you so much. Love everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Winner's Win, Episode 1. Come see us next week. Peace. Hey, Jamie. JT. Time to get back hot again, man. You know a fresh shot did thing. Let go. You know you're looking at a winner, winner, so winner. Up there. And so out there. You so not here. Hey, hey. You see, we so up there. And we so out there. Hey, I'm waking up in the morning. Hustling to the stage and fucking performing. Hustling through the hate and busting the door. Lately, nothing misses. I must have been scarred.